Chris, the dating doc here, and this entire podcast episode, which is also going to be exclusively shared on YouTube, is all about why the manosphere is dying and how men need to be able to discern the difference between light manipulators and dark manipulators. Stay tuned. It's Chris, the Dating Doc, and I'm going to talk about the Manosphere. The Manosphere, a movement that combines everything from the pill mindset, MGTOW, from dating coaches, from pickup artists, all and everything under the sun, which is called the Manosphere. I truly do believe that this concept, this collective term being used to um, converge all these ideas are dying off. I think the Manosphere is dying off. And it is part of the evolution of content creation of this space of men that provide advice, mainly dating advice centered around women, whether it's uh, for or against women. Now, I didn't want to cover the manosphere. I, I, I almost feel a little bit uneasy, but there is a huge difference between, quote unquote, what you would call in slang hating and holding people accountable. And I think there's a there's a discernible difference there is that for someone who might be interested in dating advice or even how to be a better man, they may gravitate towards these content creators because of the algorithm and how YouTube works or wherever they're finding their information. And they will go in it with an open mind and come out of it believing the truths of these content creators, at least the ones, the toxic ones that I'm going to focus on. It makes me feel uneasy to even discuss these people. But again, we need to hold them accountable. To me, th this is one of these where it's like a high schooler worrying about what's happening in elementary school. <laughs> Not because of an age thing, but more so because of maturity and values and ethics. So pick up artists, pick up artists. When, you know, I've been doing this since 2010. And I remember before I got into the industry, I would go on the SoSuave.com message board, uh, which was part of the Don Juan discussion forum. And um, I would see what would become Rolo Tomasi. At that time, it was David D'Angelo, um, Mystery, yeah, some of us know the mystery method, which was a, a real popular book that would discuss pickup techniques. And to me, at that time, pickup artists look like NSYNC members on steroids, sometimes literally. Um, what I mean by that is they, they would have these like outlandish furry hats and, and colored hair and peacocking methods that just irked of codependency and insecurity projected through this hyper masculine type of uh, appearance. Sometimes I wouldn't even, even call it masculine. But now it's evolved into what is the manosphere. What's interesting about the manosphere is the manosphere took shape through YouTube. YouTube became the, the jump off point for a lot of these content creators. Now what's, what's important to note is that they are content creators first, wise men far second. Again, let me repeat this. They're content creators first. And then the wisdom that they want to they want to impose on men is far of a second priority for them. Again, 
let me make sure that you understand I'm talking about the toxic ones, the ones that purposely are giving advice that is that is very toxic and, and non-conducive uh, to a man's life. Many of those in Manosphere, the toxic ones, they recycle concepts between each other. Uh, they even steal course material. There's hardly any life lessons or advice. A lot of this is, again, very, very terminology driven. And they use terminology in a way where it makes them sound smart. Frankly, they, they want to sound scientific. They want to sound as if they've uh, researched this when, again, it's maybe a quick Google or statistic. And many of these men, unfortunately, they're, they're only... Their only ideals is centered around women, whether it's how to pick them up or how to hate on them, frankly. But there's no, there's just no umph. There's no character beyond that. Many of these are not responsible fathers or they're scared of being a father because, again, codependency, attachment styles, fear of abandonment, rejection, or just simply they're too immature to even take upon that responsibility. Many of them don't have any corporate experience. They're targeting the young folks that are very impressionable, that um, they can latch on to the emotions of a young man who's been overly rejected or is dying for that companionship. Or they're targeting the kind of man who has a disdain for women and they're able to twist their minds in a way where they sell them a course. Which speaking about the course thing is um, I've never understood why um, there's this push for expensive courses. I've been doing this for a while. Like I said, I don't just do date coaching. I have the video, video speed dating. I have matchmaking. I have these just um, a whole catalog of services in the dating space. And I've always been consumer minded. I've never thought, okay, well, I need to sell, I need to sell date coaching and it needs to be in the four figures per, per hour. No, because here's the thing is it is very difficult to measure tangibility on a service that you haven't even received yet. When I know I'm going to sign up for, let's say, personal coaching, right? Going to the gym and having someone motivate me to work out or even look at my form, there's a little bit more tangibility there. When someone claims that they're going to make me a better person and I just need to pay $1,000 an hour or I need to pay several hundreds for an online course, I'm wondering, well, shouldn't it take a little bit more time than that? And that's why I've I've structured the price the way that I do, I make it very fair. But what I've noticed with these uh, with these grifters is that they push for very expensive courses, which I, I think is just unethical. And again, it's it's hard to regulate. They do this because they cash in on selling hope, right? That, that's what they want to do. Is just like I alluded to, their target market are the young, impressionable, angry guys that are just looking for hope, looking for some semblance of belonging. And these men, if you want to call them that, these toxic men in Manosphere, they cash in on selling hope. And they do it in a way where they're using what's called dark manipulation. 
Okay, dark manipulation, it's something where it's different from light manipulation. Dark manipulation is what they want to teach you to do to women, right? To manip- manipulate them in a very unethical, very shady way. They're using those same techniques on you. Let's take a break. I'm going to go into light manipulation after this. So the last segment, I was talking about dark manipulation, where the men in the manosphere, the toxic ones, are using the same unethical, shady techniques that they want to teach you towards women to get you to buy these overexpensive courses that really have little to no value. Light manipulation, on the other hand, that's pers- persuasion. Okay, you see that in the sales industry when someone is trying to convince you to buy something that truly will benefit you, right? Let's say you work in medical devices industry and you're going to a hospital and you're talking to a doctor who's maybe one of the old school doctors, just doesn't understand how this device will save them time and money by testing patients for diabetes, for example. And and the salesperson will go in and they're going to provide statistics. They're going to provide consumer feedback and they may, they may even demonstrate how the device works compared to what antiquated device the person was using, the doctor was using. So to, that's persuasion, and that's that's very healthy. That's fine. There's also another part of light manipulation versus dark manipulation, which is self-programming. That's you wanting to program your brain, just like a computer, towards progress. And this is really what men should pay attention to when it comes to the content that they're eating up. When it comes to YouTube, when it comes to social media, courses they want to sign up for, look for the light manipulators, the ones that are teaching you the light, okay? I know it's it's kind of very Jedi-esque, right? Talking about the light and the darkness or whatnot. But if I had a choice between positively persuading a woman through truth and authenticity or some weird techniques, shady BS, I'm going to go with the light manipulation because in the end that transcends dating. It actually helps me reach a whole nother, whole nother zone in life overall, not just dating. So to segue back into the the point I want to make about the manosphere dying, it it started off, it, it became anti-woman through the MGTOW movement, black pill, uh, raging red pillars. There was a lot of anti-woman type of, uh, they were kind of the the meninist instead of feminist, the meninist uh, that created this space, that grew this community. But what's happening recently is the hypocrisy that it's also become anti-men to those that don't believe what the content host is spewing. And I witnessed this. I witnessed someone who was considered an enemy, right? They were of another pill movement because, you know, it, you, you have all these different uh, manosphere groups, tribes, uh, they're saying, that fall into black pill, red pill, um, purple pill, etc. You know, the, the mixed pill colors you don't see much of, you don't see a lot of content on. But... You saw what would be considered a red pillar, even though they may not even use that label. Go on to a black pill MGTOW channel 
And they were just berated, bullied, and did not allow that person to even finish their sentences, especially when they started really making sense. So can you imagine that this movement, <laughs> this movement went from, hey, let's use this as a support group for all the atrocities that women have, uh, have you know, have uh, done to us. I hesitated there because there's really, we're really pretty privileged as men. But um, it went from that to now let's be anti-men. Let's look at ways that we can tear each other down. Very hypocritical, but that's that's what it's become. So the good news is there is a solution. There is a way that you can, for the men that are listening, a way for you to improve. And hopefully your uh, attention span has uh, lasted this long because uh, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm not as dramatic as some of these other guys because I'd rather be healthy and slightly boring than toxic and entertaining. So follow niche channels. Follow niche channels niche channels (laughs) mispronouncing that and what i mean by this is if you're looking to work out don't go to a toxic manosphere guy who needs to talk about you need to be up on game and work out watch content from a personal trainer if you are looking at how to prevent run-on sentences Don't go to a toxic content creator who's talking to you about how to text and pick up women. Go to a communication specialist. So then that way you can learn, you can master communication overall and it trickles down into dating. Same thing applies to finances, philosophy, et cetera, et cetera. Look for those in the the niche departments. When it comes to dating, Look for the light manipulators, those in the therapy space. I I take pride in the fact that I can teach men their attachment style, how to truly communicate with themselves and others, social awareness, self-awareness, the four components of emotional intelligence. I can go and break down their Enneagram. We can talk about some uh, self-inflicted trauma and also trauma from the environment they grew up in. These are very important things. And it takes a courageous male, uh, male, not a courageous male, a courageous male to be able to be vulnerable. So that's what I take pride in. And guess what? I also teach game. But my game that I teach is, is very much authenticity when it comes to being a masculine, understanding that feminine energy, now not being feminine, because I know you guys love to define what an alpha male is. But it's understanding female energy or female nature, whatever you want to call it, and manning up in a way where you serve your community. It's not just about dating. And I even go into optimizing dating profiles, nonverbal language, et cetera, et cetera. But I do that through real experience. So this is a learning lesson for me me as well, okay, about the... um, the manosphere. And I'm going to get into that when that next section, I'm going to go into how I've learned from this experience working with the manosphere and how we can all do better. So 
So last segment, I went into some solutions, some things that we can all do to uh, to be better men and to get away from these grifters, from these charlatans, from the, the toxic community that is killing the manosphere. I, I truly do believe that um, many that are trying to do the right thing will steer clear of these type of, of men. It, it is a, it's a learning lesson for me because I made the mistake of correlating YouTube subscriber count with knowledge, right? I looked at their accounts and I said, wow, these guys have a big followers, uh, followership. They must know what they're talking about. And some do, some really do. I can actually, if you contact me privately, I would gladly endorse the, uh, the ones that I believe are making sense. The reason I don't want to do it publicly is because all of a sudden when I name drop, people feel excluded or, um, if they deservingly are excluded, then all of a sudden I get their their little cult following commenting. So that's I don't I want to prevent that. But you can contact me and I'll gladly tell you which uh, space you can follow. So I I I made that mistake. I correlated YouTube subscriber count with wisdom, and um, that was a mistake that I made. I also felt like I needed to modify my content at times to fit their narrative. You know, not all the time, but but some. And yes, I, I do need to get back to my roots because in the end, whether I have one person watching or 10 million people watching, authenticity is what's going to count. And for that one person watching, they need to truly be able to see what sets me apart as a dating doc. If I'm going to claim on the dating doc, then I need to pull all this knowledge and expose it on, on my clients, specifically for this, this episode for the men, but as well as the woman. Now, it's going to take some, some cognitive restructuring. It, it is. For, for those that are going to, they're going to claim it to the grave, right? There's people that are all the way going to take it to the grave saying, I'm black pill, I'm red pill. You know, my my ex left me and now I got alimony. I got child support. Uh, I've been overly rejected because I'm five foot ten and my jaw's not protruding and whatever. They're going to take it to the grave. They are not going to go through the path of cognitive reconstructing. They're going to basically have the mindset of I'm going to generalize and I'm going to delete thoughts and beliefs that counter right confirmation bias. We can't really help those men. We can't help them, uh, those men. Okay. For those that do want to be open-minded and are going to be able to unplug and want to go through the journey of cognitive reconstructing. Yes, there's hope for them. They're going to get older. They're going to snap to reality and say, you know what? It is important for me to become a better man to spread my seed in a very responsible way, aka having kids, whether they get married, whether they don't, whether it doesn't work out with their with their woman, they're gonna wake up to that. How can I be a contributor to society instead of blaming society for all my woes? It's gonna take some time, but yes, they're gonna have to unplug from all this toxicity, all this poison that's been in their head. And you know, the, the difference with me is my mindset. I'm not prioritized by YouTube. 
Okay, as you can see, you're 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 not uh, for those that are watching this this podcast episode, which will also be featured on Spotify. I, I'm not defined by by YouTube. I'm not um, having a whole studio set up and whatnot. And, and it's not to take anything away from those that do, because I, I think that's awesome. I'm a YouTube addict. As a consumer, I consume a lot of the information, but my priority are my clients and growing in the mental health services space. You know, heck, I'll be honest. You can call it a humble brag, whatever you want to call it. When it comes to mindset and game, my male clients have reported much better results than when they've made the the mistake of buying a course with you, from these grifters. They've told me, they've said, look, Chris, you actually give a damn. You remember details that I provided you. And I appreciate that. I appreciate when, when they reciprocate that love back. But here, here's the good and bad news, however you want to call it. This will continue. Okay, it goes in cycles. There's going to be a new term or a new space that will come in, who knows, five or 10 years from now. You're, you're going to see it. There's no getting away from it. Unfortunately, the manosphere will continue in, in some other shape or fashion or mutation. And it's still there. It's still there right now. They're going to continue to trade each other's followers and ex- exchange techniques on how to continuously steal money from others. It's a modern day snake oil salesman, aka their charlatans. They're still there. And to some, they only see each other as a subscriber count. They don't see each other as a true friend. They're thinking, you know what, you're just you're just another marketing method for me, another avenue of me getting more subscribers. The final point I want to make. There's some good ones out there. Hey, I truly mean it. Okay. And I mean well for them, for those that are in the space. So if you're listening to this, please understand you need to be able to discern the difference between the good ones and the shady ones. Unfortunately, they may not have the biggest channel. Okay. I, I, you know, um, numbers don't lie. I, I don't have a large subscriber base. I do have a Spotify account. I have a really healthy following on Instagram. There, you know, there's people that contact me directly from the website. But when it comes to YouTube, which is kind of the hub of the Manosphere, I don't have a large subscriber account. Subscriber account. And many others out there don't as well because, you know, they, these studio setup or marketing or, or being networked into these, with these, um, toxic grifters that just exchange subscribers. Um, I, I'm not into that, right? Because I, I, I'm only going to represent or hang out with those that I truly believe and support and vice versa. So you can see that you can see through the interviews that I've done, who I actually support and who I'm willing to work with and the ones that I've avoided. But for those that are looking at unplugging at cognitive restructuring, as I call it, and uh, or as I've called it in this uh, podcast episode, is please understand, make up your own mind. Ultimately, you have to make up your own mind. Don't generalize. Don't think, okay, all dating coaches are bad. Don't think all dating coaches are good. Don't think all red pills bad, all red pills good. Black pill, et cetera, et cetera. Be able to discern the difference. Okay? 
that's the biggest thing you have to do. And and I've made the mistake of almost teaming up with some of these jokers in the past, but no more. So, what did we learn? What did you learn? Be mindful. Reflect on this. Feel free to contact me. You know, if you have any questions, you're interested in my dating services, date coaching services, matchmaking, contact me. Or if you just want to say hi, I will not sell you on anything. I will not pressure you into anything unless you're interested. This is a dating doc signing off. Please click subscribe and follow me. And I'll see you later.